Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Illumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. And thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay. I'm back. Jake's back. He's Hello. feeling better, and he's back for the, I think, the most anticipated episode that we've had. And my, like, for me, for me, the so, most anticipated. I This one's exciting. I, I know I've gotten, like, really hyped over some other ones, so maybe as we go through this, I'll get even more hyped than I am already. Well, I it's just been anticipated because we asked the questions a long time ago. So without further ado, I'm sure you read the title, but this is the awards episode. This is our Oscars. Card awards. Um, right? Or can we say that? Can yeah, we say Oscars? I think you can say Oscars? that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna, we, we asked the community on social media a bunch of questions, got everybody's feedback, and are going to go over which category of the winner for each category we also i didn't i did a kind of bad job planning for this one you know being the first time we've done this i didn't do a best job i've learned some lessons so next time it'll be better um, we have a couple questions that i couldn't fit on the survey and so we're just kind of kind of go over those real quick couple but, categories um yeah so we'll, we'll get to all of that but um yeah so awards episode i'm super pumped it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be super epic hopefully i i hope so i think so but i just like to get one thing in here real quick Massive shout out to Y Breezy. He filled in for me while I was gone. I'd like to say thank Huge. you. Thank you to Y Breezy and uh, really love the episode. But uh, I just want to get that out there real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's fantastic. It's going to, I mean, it's good to have him on and I'm sure we'll have him back at some point because he, he said he'd be in for it. So, with that said, yeah, let, let's get into it. Um, as always, everyone, thanks for following. Um, you can follow us along on our YouTube channel at Illumineers Quest on social media. Um, Twitter slash X at Lorcanapod. You can email us questions into the show at Lorcanapod at gmail.com. Um, all major podcast networks. Um, and I didn't want to talk about this as much. Just kind of wanted to like say it and move on. Uh, we have the TCG Player affiliate link that supports the show. Um, I don't want to get into specifics, but the two listeners, I would imagine they're listening to this because if they're using the link, then they have to use it. But there are two listeners that um, have purchased cards through the link that did spent a good amount of money we'll just say you know who you are and we are extremely appreciative for the support seriously thank you guys so much um for everything uh with chapter three coming out next week if you are looking at buying singles the uh or this week i guess when the episode comes yeah. out if you're looking at buying singles the affiliate link is in the description wherever you're listening slash watching to this and we appreciate the support thank you guys um okay so Questions slash comments from listeners. I got a, a question on locations um, from Adam on X uh, and just asked if we could go a little bit deeper into the locations. I think we've talked about it a little bit before, but yeah, again, it's so we've usually new. usually skimmed over yeah, it. it's I so new and it's been a while. And now that all the locations are revealed, we can get a little bit more in depth. I don't want to go like super, super, super deep because I think we need to like do a refreshed how to play Lorcana with the locations in there now because it does completely change it so yeah once at the beginning of chapter three we're going to do an episode on that so don't want to go incredibly deep but yes the locations are items that grant cards specific traits for some of them they're also kind of like items in the sense that they stay on the board and have to get removed but they're kind of a cross between items and characters because they have willpower willpower to be removed unlike items who have to be banished by certain um, you know, actions or characters. And so locations have a cost to play just like every other uh, card in the game. And they can be either inkable or non-inkable just like every other card in the game. And so that one's in the top left corner like like normal. Um, then you have uh, 
like you know in the landscape view of the card on the right hand side the willpower sign which is again normal like willpower characters and that's how much it takes to how much damage it takes from challenges mm-hmm. like characters or songs and actions it can take and then the new indicator on this is on the left hand side of the card when in landscape mode and that's the cost to move characters to that location and yes that's for them to be like that to be their their home base for that a period of time they're on there correct so you know you can have as many characters as you want in any location obviously you have to pay a cost for all of these mm-hmm. and some of them can be relatively heavy but you know the the differences in locations can again like grant you different actions and so like Cusco's Palace for instance Wybreezy's favorite since we already talked about him the the you know ability of that is whenever a character is challenged and banished while here banish challenging character so he based that that location basically grants all characters there Cusco's ability from his chapter one mm-hmm. card and it, I I love that actually that they're bringing in that little flavor piece from his actual card into his palace. That yeah. is really cool. It's pretty cool. And then there's there's a uh, location, Pride Rock, which gives characters more strength. It's not Pride Rock. It is not Pride Rock. It's Pride Lands. Pride Lands, sorry. you got to get your stuff yeah, straight, I'm still, dude. I'm still new to the whole Pride Lands. Um, so yeah, that gives characters that are at Pride Lands more HP. Um, and so again, it, just like any other character card that has an ability, those abilities apply to the characters that are in the locations. Yeah. And I think that pretty much covers the basics. Well, and oh that, no, I did forget the lore. The, the I did lore forget value. The lore. So some locations have lore values attached as well. So uh, like Cusco's Palace, for instance. Uh, I'm scrolling back to it real quick. I don't think has a lore value, or I'm probably getting that wrong. Got to go up again. I, I scrolled He's, past it because I was looking for other locations and now I can't find it and I'm stalling to try to find it and let's um, <laughs> so talk about the lore value while I pull this back up. So lore value is when you have a character is it when you have a character there? I believe you have no, to have a character. No, it's a ready there. set draw. So on the ready phase of your turn is when that lore kicks in. So the it ha- has a lore value. I think we've only seen the highest being two, two so far. Correct. Um. But when it's ready, set, draw, during that phase, it automatically gains the lore on the card. So not when you play it. So it's kind of like the drying phase. It's, yes. it's not when you, you know, during your during any point of your turn you get the lore. It's at the ready phase so that you don't get the lore the turn you play it. But yeah, Cusco's Palace has one lore. Pride Lands has one lore. That's actually one thing to mention is locations don't dry. Yeah, you can, you can move there on, on play. Yes. Um, the RLS Legacy has two lore. Let's go. So there are um, lore associated with them, as as mentioned. Um, like McDuck Manor and Sapphire has two lore attached to it. Um, and then there's a couple that I that don't have any lore at all. Like Maui's Place of Exile does not have any lore. The Jolly Roger does not have any lore. Um, and so there are. Uh, ones that do, are, I guess, kind of reckless characters that don't have lore sure. and quest. But sure. yeah, that's that's locations in a nutshell. And again, that's kind of covers it all. But at a very high level, I think once we you know had the chance to play around with locations and actually having the game and you know understanding you know the best time to move to them and stuff like that, then we can go a little bit more in depth once we get into chapter three. But that's how you actually play them. You play them like anything else. You use your ink. You put them on the on your play surface, you move characters to them, given the cost, they have certain strengths, 
uh, or willpower to, to take out. And yeah, you got to go from there. I mean, locations are obviously highly anticipated because they're a brand new card type. Um, yeah. Before this, we've only had the four, the characters, yep. songs, yep. items. Well, no, we've had the three. Am I missing one? No, I mean, songs, if you want to, I mean, songs are an action, action but sure. they're kind of a difference. Sure. So that's why I said, okay. yeah, on the four. But anyways, yeah, that, that kind of covers it. So hope that helps, Adam. Um, again, we'll go a little bit further in depth on that in, in the coming episodes, I imagine. So. Absolutely. Um, with that said, card of the week, uh, Jake, you you got a good one. So so I've got I've I've been a little bit more into it with by Ruby Amethyst. I've been thinking a lot more, constantly changing more so on a daily basis the deck itself. Um, but the card today is one I've brought in recently, and it's Merlin Crab. So this one this one has popped up within like the past week and a half or so. I would say maybe two weeks. It's been around for a while. You just weren't no, on the train. No, yes, no, I swear yes. it's been no, two weeks. No, I promise I you. I promise you it's been way longer than two weeks, but you regardless. Guys, you guys that love me and trust me, it's only been like two weeks. If you're out there, by the way. So Merlin Crab is the three-cost inkable and amethyst, just like the rest of the Merlins. He has an on-play and a on-remove action which is grant chosen character challenger plus three which so i i read this i i I read this at first as like gains three strength which it does not work that way at all it's challenger free i just want to put that out there it is challenger free um so when they're challenging gain three strength yep on Um, the turn so like on on the the turn turn he's played and on the turn he leaves play yes I have found this most helpful in mirror matches, which I think is where it's mostly Mini Mouse Surfers. Mini Mouse Surfers, because I, I work in with this, you can fly, and so that kind of helps, which is an action card that gives your cards evasive. Yeah. Um, it's a song, I believe. Yeah. Um, so these kind of those kind of work in tandem if you want to take out mirror matches, and it's basically just all about the minis. Yeah, um, taking out minis is, you know, people are playing a lot of different cards now to take out minis. So. And also, my one of my favorite uses of it as well is it gives um, Goat and Fox the ability to take out Cinderella, um, which is really helpful as well. Stout-hearted. Um, stout-hearted, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Merlin Crab, I think that's a good one as we wrap up and, you know, continue to talk through the fun Ruby Amethyst cards. But Everyone loves Ruby Amethyst, right? Um, well, we'll find out um, when we get to the card awards. There we go. So, quick spoiler alert there. Um, that, I wasn't be spoiling. I, I didn't. I haven't seen the. No, I'm not saying results. I mean questions or things that will be answered. Gotcha. Spoiler gotcha. effect, like questions that are coming. Um, okay, let's let's do this relatively quickly here. But news: What's on our mind? League recap. Um, I think it's fairly obvious. All of the cards now have been revealed. That's what's on our mind. Cards new set into the mm-hmm. Inklands comes out next week. Um, that's what's on our mind. I think the biggest change for us this time is that our, unfortunately our local store is still not selling at MSRP. Mm-hmm. And so we made the, the tough decision to not buy from them locally, but to buy from an online retailer that will have the stuff come out on March 8th, I think. Yes. And so we won't have the majority of our stuff on release. I think we'll still probably do a stream next week because um, I am getting a trove and hopefully I think we're going to get the mats in that we that we pre-ordered. Um, so yeah, we'll have a little bit of stuff and maybe some loose packs to go over, you know, to just kind of drive some of the, the release day hype. 
but we won't have the bulk of our stuff because yeah. unfortunately I saved a hundred dollars by going, you know, to the, the online place. And so, and, you know, I love supporting the local stores, but you know, it was one of those things where if you didn't want to sell it for MSRP, then I'll find someone that's selling it for under MSRP. I mean, but, at the end of the day, I mean, we gotta, we gotta, you know, maximize how much we're playing and our, on our decks and how much we're getting. So we're on a budget. Yeah. So we are on a budget. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, that's enough about that cards. Um, Really quickly, what's your favorite Enchanted? My favorite Enchanted is Kida. Yeah, Y Breezy, shout out. Um, I, I, I shout out to him, but that's not why. Like, no, I, I, I'm for, not saying that's Kida, why I said that. Kida has been, like, I, I've watched, I, that came out a few years before I was born. Kida's, Kida's fantastic. I, I definitely can't argue with Kida. I think that's going to be a favorite for sure. I don't know what mine is. I love Kida. I love Maleficent. Um, I really like Scrooge. I know a lot of people aren't like super high on Scrooge because it's kind of just like a portrait. Um, Jafar, I think most people are really high on. If I had to pick one, I'm probably going Maleficent, which is crazy because it's a, a villain and I'm not the villain sympathizer that you hey, are. Hey, I appreciate it. I but, appreciate it. Um, I'm going, I'm probably going Maleficent and then if of the non- non-character enchanted which, which is we, the first time for which that which we just announced yesterday as of recording uh it was today or was it I, that was oh, this morning no it was this morning that you're was right this morning. uh we kind of speculated that that was going to happen um pride lands sorry why breezy Cusco's palace is fantastic but pride lands is just like one of the most iconic places yeah. there is so i know you're an rls legacy guy i of Nothing course wrong with that. If I if I pull that I'm I'm gonna be pretty hyped I'm not gonna be not gonna lie yeah so I think that's where we are um, on that front uh, but yeah cards next week super hype I I'm really 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 stoked and it's gonna be really great to have all the new stuff to see how the locations are gonna change the game so I'm just really looking forward to that and getting um, off on a good start and then lastly really fast we're I think both going to play in a win a box tournament for into the Inklands tomorrow. We're going to try. So we're I, going to try to win a box for release day of Inklands. So con- good luck to both of us, I guess. I, if I want one of us to win, yes. I Hopefully, I doubt that I will. I, I have, don't think, I, have, I, don't think I, I will either. I have faith in you. I have faith in I you. I don't think I will either, but you know, one can hope. I'd just like to say to Robinsberger real quick, just a few seconds here. Um, great job, handling the release and announcements and reveals this time around it was really fun i mean i i you know i think they still started a little too early i don't i think this was perfect I honestly i think this was perfect i mean yeah i mean it's a tough one i, I i'd want like a solid month before but i get it you know you got to get people going hype but anyways i digress so um with that said are you ready for the the Rise of the Floodborne Awards. I, should I get my announcer voice on? Should, I, we, make, <laughs> should we act this like an awards show? Here if we I go. Could, if I could do that, I probably would. Um, but okay, so there are, there are five questions that I wasn't able to fit into the survey. Like I said, I picked a bad survey place or like... Program. Way, yeah, way to do it. And so I wasn't able to. And then I kept like causing problems and it wasn't saving. And so it took me like three and a half hours to get the survey out. And by that time I was done and I wasn't going to go try to re- research a different way to do it. And so for next time, we'll have all of these questions in there and we'll include locations and stuff as well. Um, but so really quickly on the uh, the questions that I wasn't able to add, um, best art. I didn't add this one because it's like super subjective. 
Um, but best art of the set, first thing that comes to mind, go. Best art of chapter two? Yep. Oh gosh. Go. You go first. Um, it, it's a tough one. If we're going regular card, I'm going to say Peter Pan's Shadow. If we're saying Enchanted card, I'm saying Cinderella Ballroom Sensation. My answer is Ray. Shocker. Um, <laughs> best uncommon? So I went through the full list. I said best common card, best uncommon card, best rare, best super rare. I left uncommon off the list. And I, th- do you know why I left uncommon off the list? Is it because goat is uncommon? Goat is uncommon. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly why I left it off the list. Is because goat is uncommon, and so I assumed that most of the answers would probably like skew that way. So like, if we look at uncommon cards, the best uncommon from Amber is probably Doc. I think Goat beats that. If we're looking at Amethyst, you have Snake and Goat. Goat definitely wins that. If we look at uh, Emerald, you've got like Bucky, which again is fine for discard, but not that great. If you look at Ruby, you've got Mother Gothel probably, Mm -hmm. which is again kind of fun, but definitely not on Goat level. Sapphire, Nick Wild, uh, and then Steel, you have like the Prince and Robin Hood, and so I just that was gonna be a runaway. Goat wins. if we get into strongest card, so this one I felt like kind of like you answer throughout the other questions, you know, so like best legendary, best super rare, mm-hmm. all those, I feel like you kind of get that answer through those. Um, but I feel like, you know, Beast, Tragic Hero, Cinderella, Cinderella Stouthearted, Goat, Lady Tremaine, I mean, there are, a bunch of di- there are a bunch of good options out there, but again, I think strongest card is very subjective to what you're playing mm-hmm. too. Um, if you're playing Ruby Amethyst, be prepared as the strongest card, even though that's not chapter two. If you're playing, you know, Steel Song, you know, that's going to be very different. So, it, you know, it, it's very different between what people are playing. So I didn't put that one in here this time, but we'll probably next time. Um, worst Ink, I think we can all agree that, again, that that one's probably Emerald as much as I'm, I love Emerald. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, maybe, maybe a little bit ago I would have said Sapphire, but that has recently got to rise up sapphires has a lot of pairings now with all its ramp um and and a popsicle draw and then lastly um most annoying deck (laughs) oh i wonder what that is i think we left that one off the list too because i i have a feeling this would be more or less a runaway i bet there would probably be some popsicle answers i bet there would be a few steel song answers but i would bet we'd have 75 percent at, at least more than that. This control. So, so anyways, those are the ones that left off. Um, but let's like really, really get into it now. So, starting from the top. You first question. Announce your voice. Announce your voice. I can't do. It. I'm not. I'm not gonna like try to make my voice crackle or try to do that and then my voice crackle and me make fun of myself. So we're it's just. It's all good. At least you tried. We're going for it. Oh wow. Um, question one: Best Enchanted. So I put them all on there. I okay. gave out the option. I gave all the options for everybody. Um, also, I want to say we had almost 100 votes. So for everybody, shout out to everybody that, that filled this out. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, hopefully next time we can make it even bigger. Um, but yeah, with that said, uh, I will do this first one unless you get, take a, tackle the second one. Um, with 30% of the, the votes for this one, we have Cinderella Ballroom Sensation as the best enchanted art, which I personally agree with. That was my favorite from the set. You know, I... I'm going to have to agree as well. Um, it is... It, I don't know. It's just something about it stands out from all the other Enchanteds. Um, there's not really 
in Chapter 2, I would say all of them besides Cinderella kind of fit within the same, like, vein. You know, they're kind of all similar-ish to their original cards and to each other. But Cinderella, um, she just stood out big time. Very colorful. Very colorful. Like, super classic Cinderella look. Vibrant. Get it, yeah. Um, And I think that's probably why everyone kind of agrees on that. Yeah, and then maybe I should have done this first, but tied for second, third, and fourth place um, with 10% of the vote each was Arthur, uh, Beast, and Alice. See, uh, Arthur would be my second, I would say. Yeah, Arthur's definitely up there, I think, for a lot of people. So I think all of those fit very well. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm in agreement. The shout out to Lady Tremaine and Madame Mem that both got zero votes. <laughs> so, Sorry. Um, if I you love the... I, see, I'm a, I'm a Madame Mem sympathizer. I like Madame Mem. Of course so. you do. All right. Um, best common card. Uh, I guess since I didn't say all of the Enchanteds because there was all of them, but um, best common card, I'll go through them real quick, or do you want to go through them? I'll go through them. Uh, Cusco Wanted Llama, Ray, Fidget, Popsicle, Benja, in Eudora? Yep. Yeah, I got yep. it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those, those, were the, those were the ones that we chose, try, kind of trying to pick one from every color, you know, trying to make sure mm-hmm. that we're covering like, all the different archetypes of decks and mm-hmm. everything, but... Um, I don't think this is any surprise at the at the answer. So, take it I, away. So the the answer with forty eight percent of votes is popsicle. That is correct. So, which? Okay, say. So I don't. Say. I don't think I agree with this. Okay, what's your answer? My answer would be Benja. I mean, Benja did come in second place with with eighteen percent, basically nineteen yeah. percent of the vote. So. Um, I hear you. I, I'm kind of shocked that it was that big of a landslide, but think about Sapphire without Popsicle and no, Sapphire I, with Popsicle. I understand completely where they're coming from. I'm not saying it's a it's a bad decision by any means. I'm just saying that I think personally with what I with what I deal with, like, you know, when I play against Still Song, it's like I wish I had an item removal for those stupid flutes you, know you, can, I mean? you can make an argument for, for Benja. I think you can make a better argument for Benja. The difference in my mind is that Popsicle changes the entire ink. Without Popsicle, sure. there's so much less draw that you get from the the ink. And so I think for that reason, um, Popsicle plus it pioneered an entire deck called Popsicle. Um, I think it's just a little bit more of an iconic card. But yes, Benja is extremely strong as well. Um, shout outs to Ray coming in a solid third place with 16% of the vote. I would like to think that I had some part in that. And if you did vote for that just because of me, I... I appreciate you very much okay moving on we already talked about uncommon we kind of just crowned that to goat so moving on to best rare which before we get to everything i will say is the closest race of all of the of all the awards and that's fair um best rare so we have cinderella ballroom sensation we have madame m fox we got prince john greedy said them all gaston powerhouse we got strength of a raging fire and merlin rabbit so We'll start. We'll go. We'll go backwards on this one. We'll do it. So third place, we got Merlin Rabbit. I think that's very fitting. I think that's a really strong card, mm-hmm. but probably not the best. Um, in second place, we have Cinderella Ballroom Sensation. Again, I think super fitting, and I wouldn't have been in up ar- or up in arms if they had come in first. Um, but with that said, in first place, then we are left with Madame M Fox with thirty-five percent of the vote. 
So again, really close because Madame M. Fox got 35% and Cinderella Barroom Sensation had 29%. So, so very close. Very, very close. Um, Rabbit only had 16, so a little bit of a drop off into yeah, yeah. to third place. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, those, those two were, were really close. And I can understand why because both of those are incredibly important for their given yes, decks. Absolutely. Um, I'll let you go first with where you side on this. Um, I, I, I think it's too hard to say. I mean, I think that given, I think their importance to their given decks is about the same. I, I, I think that's perfect. I think that's a perfect way to put it. Um, there's really... And so you have more Ruby Amethyst players, and so Fox absolutely, got more votes. Absolutely. So if Fox I mean, got more votes, I don't know. I mean, that would make sense to me. I think that's definitely an awesome way to put it as well. Um, I, I think I'll just agree with you on that. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Best super rare. So we got the Queen Commanding Presence, Arthur Wizard Apprentice, Lady Tremaine Imperious Queen, and Cinderella Stouthearted. So, I mean, those are all like really, really good cards. I mean, we're we're in like the nitty gritty here. Like this is this is the good stuff. I don't I don't think there's one of those that doesn't deserve to be there. No, no, I don't think so. But for me, there isn't a clear answer. I think there is, and since I'm looking at the results, I'm saying I agree with the. I I don't even have to look at the percentage. I I I just. I agree with the results of this. So I'll say. we'll go. We'll go three to one here. All right, go for so, it. So um, third place, Cinderella Stouthearted. Yep. Um, second place, Arthur Wizard Apprentice. Yep. And first place, Lady Tremaine, Imperious Queen. Yeah, and I kind of agree with the order again there as well. I think Lady Tremaine. You agree with the order? Yeah, I, did, I think so. so. Okay. Okay. I think so. I think Arthur pilots all the aggro stuff these days. I think without, sure. you know, Arthur makes the aggro so much stronger. Um, I think Lady Tremaine is the best. I don't want to say best removal. I mean, obviously, Be Prepared is the best removal card in the game. And I think there are some other good, strong contenders in there. But I think, like, Lady Tremaine caused Cusco's pick rate to go to basically zero because I mean, the, the ward didn't mean nearly as much anymore. The big thing about her is that she's a character, so she's bounceable, right? That's the big... That's a huge part, too. That's a big thing about that's it. That's a huge part, too. Um, so she can... She's reliable, even in the sense where you can't pick where she goes. She's still reliable. It's going to remove something. It's going to get something, yep. and that is going to be, you know negative a negative point to your opponent yeah no matter what yeah i mean and usually you have a pretty good you know a way to do some removal on their board whether it be challenging into a removal so that you remove something more important um or you know you're be prepping and so whatever if they put down a big body like th that card changed the way that that deck is played because you can't play a big body after be prepared because then they lady tremaine that big body i mean this this last league night i was playing against an aggro deck, and I banished, with Tremaine, I banished a one-cost Olaf, and it won me the game. That's all that matters, yeah. That's all that matters. So sometimes it works, um, or sometimes it does make a difference, like you said. So, yeah, I, I, I think that Lady T might be my favorite card in the set, not, like, from a art standpoint or anything, but just I think the way that that card changed the game, Absolutely. I think that that's um, one of my favorites. So, okay, well, just going by the list here, it looks like I get best legendary. Um this is this is kind of you know a tough one because the the meta's been in and out. There's just not there wasn't like a ton of good options, so I only put three um, on the list. 
which was Mufasa Betrayed Leader, um, Emo Beast, a.k.a. Beast Tragic Hero, mm-hmm. and Scar Vicious Cheater. Uh, I think there, you know, you could potentially throw some other, like, legendaries in there if you wanted to, but they're definitely not going to take the cake, mm-hmm. and so I kind of left it to those three, because um, they're the most three heavily played. Um, I will say that this is by far and away the biggest landslide victory for any of the categories we have. For sure. And um, so I think And that rightfully prob- so, I think. I think that probably tips the scale to giving everybody the the insight into what was picked. But in third place, again, I think this is very fitting for the um, expectations. Scar, Vicious Cheater in third. Mufasa, Betrayed Leader in second. And of course, that leaves Beast, Tragic Hero in first. Given the card's price, given the card draw... Given the ability to take out really big bodies once he's been damaged, I think it's an incredible, incredible card um, with 75% of the vote. So. And I think I think that just I think that speaks to Set Setu's um, Rise of the Floodborns legendary list. Like if you look at the twelve, there's better. You know, that's a good point. There were better legendaries in Chapter One, I think, than Chapter I, Two. And I think even thinking again, not thinking too far ahead, but I think they're even on Chapter One level with Chapter Three. Is like yeah, I mean, Chapter One, you have Rapunzel, you have Elsa, you have Belle, you have Monster Dragon, Monster Dragon, and that's you have, four. You have Ursula, you have um, Gantu. <laughs> sure, <laughs> no, absolutely. But I think that's like five or six I just named, and yeah, and we're looking at like two that are like really good one maybe two uh surfer stitch yeah I, so. I so i think i think set two just had a really interesting place with their legendaries um and in and with the floodborne as well it just it was a little interesting to see how they yeah, played it out agree um yeah so emo beast aka beast tragic hero for the best legendary card moving on to um to best item so Alrighty. best item this was I, this was this is a good one too. So this one's interesting to me. Yeah, this one's interesting to okay, me. Okay, so take it away. All right, so in th- we have the three items here. We have popsicle, flute, and spellbook. Which, yeah, I mean, I you can't you can't dispute that's the top three. You definitely can't. Those I, are the top three. I think by far. I don't think you can dispute that. Yeah. Um. Now, do you want me to go? I'll go through the order here, just go so we can it. get to it. Yeah, go for it. So, in third, we have Spellbook, which out of the three I completely agree with. With only 11% of the vote. Which is... I think I agree with, because we have Popsicle and Flute. Yeah, that's so just, I mean, that's fair. Second place, Flute. First place, Popsicle, with 51% of the vote. Flute, that leaves into second place with 38% of the vote. I, I You know... Again, is Popsicle, like, incredible? Yes. Sure. Like, yes. with Hiram, you get three cards off of a single one-cost item. Um, flutes get you lore, though. I mean... Flute, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Flute wins. Flute wins you the game. It wins you the game. I, it is a, I think Flute... I was surprised that it... I honestly thought that the percentage was switched. <laughs> I I honestly think flute no, should take popsicle, this. No, popsicle, popsicle one. Yeah, I, I I can't argue against you on that. I think there's an argument for all three, to be honest. Um, but flute, I think, does have more impact in the game. Like to get to the end, to get to the finish line, flute obviously has way more impact in that. So, and I'm not getting on you if you vote for 
voted for popsicle. I'm just saying it's a really interesting well, conversation. Well, and your brother plays flute, and so I, I I think you're probably a little tainted by that. Oh, for sure, 100. percent I so. just like to put out that I'm not getting on anyone that picks popsicle. No, I know. Just I'm just absolutely... saying. I'm just giving what, some context to your perspective too, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you couldn't really go wrong with any of them. I get, again, again, I think Popsicle changed the entire ink. Absolutely, like, so. and I completely agree with that statement. Um, okay, this I think this is my favorite uh, award of the season. I like this one. Best Chapter 1 Replacement. So, you know, there were a lot of similar decks that ran, but, you know, upgraded cards, if you will, from Chapter 2. And so I'll just take you through the list here. We said Madame Mem Fox over Rafiki. So, you know, Rafiki was the, mm-hmm. the Rush character from Chapter 1. They went in there and did damage, and now you got Mem Fox that took his place. Uh, you have Lady Tremaine over Dragonfire. I think that's more of a, you know, not quite replaced, because there's still definitely Dragonfires played, but way more Lady Tremaines than Dragonfires. Uh, you've got Beast Tragic Hero over A Whole New World. Um, that's not like quite a replacement, because mm-hmm. obviously they're both still played, but before Beast, they're the only real card draw that Steel had was for A Whole New World, mm-hmm. and so replacement in the sense of like, you could have another option to do card draw from that sense. Um, let the storm rage on over smash. Again, both still kind of played, but I know that there's a lot more let the storm rage on played than there is smash played these days. And then Merlin Rabbit over Magic Mirror. You know, a lot of people would play the Magic Mirror, and once you got to like turn five six, you you know you mm-hmm. exert the Magic Mirror for four to get you know another card. Um, with Merlin Rabbit, you kind of just play him or bounce him, and you get a card. Absolutely. So. Um, yeah, so in third place, we've, speaking of, we've got Merlin Rabbit, which I think is very fitting. Um, as a replacement, I honestly, like, I could make an argument for that being the best replacement card. Is it the best card? No. Is it the best replacement? Yeah, quite possibly. Yes, because the, the top two here, their original cards, I think, still did their job very well, um, and similar to their replacements, but... Merlin Rabbit over Magic Mirror, um, I think, was such a big upgrade. I agree. I agree. I mean, again, I, I don't have a, a, anything to say about either of these other two, but I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So, um, that being said, in second place, um, with 30% of the vote, we have Lady Tremaine taking over Dragonfire. And again, you know, that probably would be my number one. But again, I, I think that depending on the deck type you're playing, depending on your style... It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lady Tremaine fits in more decks. I think you've got the Ruby Amethyst Control. You've got the Mufasa decks because you don't want actions or items in there. And so Lady Tremaine does that removal for you in like a Mufasa-style deck. You've got the the Popsicle. She's obviously a good removal on the Popsicle deck. So, you know, I think she just is a little more versatile. Obviously a good, good replacement. And then finally, with the award, the winner for Best Chapter 1 Replacement card is Madame M. Fox replacing Rafiki. So that's an interesting first pick, I think. I think so, too. I think if, you know, again, depending on the way that people read into this, like, you know, we didn't explain necessarily, like, our thoughts, and so people that were voting on this might not have had the same, like, Mm -hmm. mindset. I will say, Rafiki not inkable, Fox inkable, that alone. That's the biggest thing to me. That is a massive That's the biggest thing to me. Um, The the four strength over the three strength is huge. Um, but obviously you have this, the bounce synergy. So if you're trying to bounce a goat to go knock into something, or you're mm-hmm. bouncing a lady Tremaine to go knock into something, or you're bouncing an Ursula so that you can continue to make your opponent lose lore. But when you're talking in terms of replacing, I think the inkable non-inkable is the biggest thing. Like that, when you're talking about that replacing it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. That's the biggest thing. Because it allows you to play other important non-inkable cards like Spellbook or like Ursula or something Absolutely. else that's kind of made its way into a lot of these control decks. So, um, But I will give a massive shout-out to Merlin Rabbit here. I, that would be my first I think, I think I think I would choose Merlin Rabbit too. And again, I think we might be thinking about it a little, the question a little differently. But, yes, absolutely. Um, regardless, yeah, with 32% of the vote, you got Mem Fox overtaking Rafiki as the top replacement card. Um, okay, getting down to the nitty-gritty here. We've got three more questions to go through. Alrighty, I'm excited for him. Most annoying card. Again, I think this one we can kind of just talk about and go through real quick and move on, but <laughs> we'll go. So, most annoying card. So, I, I I think there's one that deserves a spot in here. Can I say that? Yeah. For me, it's Flute, because I hate that card. Yeah, Flute, flute could probably be in here, too. But so, shout out. Shout out honor, to Flute. Honorable mention. Honorable mention, Flute. Sleepy's Flute. Alright, so we have Berlin Goat, Cinderella Ballroom Sensation, Mufasa Betrayed Leader, Prince John, greediest of them all, Lady Tremaine, Imperious Queen. Yep. Okay. In third place. In third place. Let me look at the percentage here. Okay. Third place is Prince John, greediest of them all. I think that's fitting. I think, think, that, I think, think that works. He deserves the bronze medal. Um, Lady Tremaine, Imperious Queen, in yeah. second place. Again, I think that's very fitting. Deserve. Um, and with 54% of the vote in first mm. place. Drum roll. Merlin Goat. Merlin Goat. Yeah, not much to say there. Merlin Goat wins you games. You don't, you know, you you don't have to have a board if you got a couple goats in your hand. You can win the game just from that. Um, really, nothing to say. It's it's really tough to beat goats. So, I mean, it, goats win. I there's no there's no arguing here. I don't think. No, nothing. Um, okay, so I will say best sleeper deck. Um, mm. I I will say that since we I think we put this out like a month ago. Um, I think some of these have made their way to maybe not so sleeper status. I agree. Since then, um, with that said, first uh, first option was Sapphire Steel Ramp. Um, you've got Emerald Steel Discard. You've got Amber Amethyst Aggro, and then you've got Emerald Amber Aggro. So, at the time here, like it, I would say, there's one in particular that is. Upgraded above sleeper status. I would think so, and so we'll we'll say that because it is the winner as well. Yes. And so in third place, you've got the amber amethyst aggro, which again I think has probably fallen off a little bit since then, but yes. still a really good deck I think from that aggro side. You've got the emerald steel discard, which I think is the perfect definition of a sleeper deck. Mm -hmm. Still really annoying to deal with. Um, can be hard if your opponent gets rolling with the Bucky's and Prince John's, um, but perfect sleeper deck pick and then lastly would be the sapphire steel ramp with 48 percent of the vote um i think that's the one you're talking about it's not quite the sleeper anymore i think it's probably one of the better decks in the set no absolutely i think it has it's done amazingly recently i mean i would say it's in the current meta right now i would say it earns a spot maybe top five top three in would, that, in that conversation it got me to to platinum and pixelborn so if if, if it can get me to platinum and pixelborn it's got to be pretty good <laughs> i would i would put it in that top three spot i think um, so too i think so too so i think maybe this isn't I, again we we did these votes a while back well and i would still say i mean you could still kind of give it a little bit of a sleeper status because i think flute song and ruby amethyst control are still the top those like the, if you were to ask the top two yeah. what the best decks of the set would be those would be the top two and then Mufasa honestly 
might come out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't don't even have Mufasa on here because I didn't even say it was really in the I don't sleeper think it's, status. It's yeah, definitely it's, it's in, the, well known. in the best deck, which we're going to get to in a second. So, but yeah. So, anyways, best sleeper deck would be Sapphire Steel Ramp. And, and I agree. Yeah, because it's probably made its way onto the best deck list, which we're going to get into now. Um, best deck, last award of this season before this, we move on to chapter three. This is our film of the year category, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're doing that's here? Why we're, that's why we saved this one for last, so take it away. All right, so we have uh, Ruby Amethyst Bounce Control, um, Amber Steel Song, Ruby Amber Mufasa Rec- Recursion? Recursion? Recursion. Recursion. I know how to read words. You had it right Good. the first time. Sapphire Ruby Popsicle, and then Steel Amethyst Fighting Slash Bounce. Yeah, so I think these, you know, if, if you think about the top decks through like the length of the the season or the chapter i think that that's why these are the five in there and not sapphire steel ramp um they you know uh like popsicle was very very early on mufasa came out a little bit before Mm -hmm. you know the ramp i would say um steel amethyst again i think was like really close to the beginning of the year which has been out a while now and then obviously steel song and ruby amethyst are just you know long term Lorcana goats. So. Yeah, but that I, that's why you saying that it's a little interesting to see what is at the bottom of this list here. You know, I think it. Yeah. So I mean, we'll just knock one we'll, off the we'll list. We'll go here. all. We'll we'll do all five. Yeah. Why we not? Do all five. Why not? We'll we'll talk about them all since this is the last question. And we got a couple minutes left. So, um, Amber Steel Song only had two percent of the vote. So I, you know, I think it. I if I had to guess, why I would say it. Really good players like Zach Bivens. Shout out, Zach. I hope to have you on the podcast one day. Um, he's still an incredible Steel Song player. I think you have to really have a feel for the deck now because it's a lot worse of a matchup against some of the top decks. If sure. you don't know what you're doing, if you do know what you're doing, you can still do a really good job. But I don't think that earns it last place. I think it's better than Popsicle and Steel Amethyst uh, fight slash bounce. Um but yeah, I, I don't think it's probably last place either, but it, it you know, it is. So um, with that said, fourth place would be the Steel Amethyst fight bounce of, you know, getting into the late game control with Elsa um, and and Ursula. But and then you have all the early game kind of board control stuff with your, you know, your your Eric's and your uh, B strategic heroes off of draw, and then obviously the bounce package. Um, yeah, I, I I tried to use this one. I was terrible at it, and so I don't have a problem putting that one down on the list. I know a lot of people have had success with it. I'm definitely not one of them. And no, I think that's that's what's cool here is that even though there is one clear winner that we'll get to, um, there is you know it's a, it's a five deck list. There's other decks to play in this game. You know, in I'll, I'll add in the the sapphire um, steel deck that we talked about previous like this, this meta i think was was healthy yeah i think it was healthy yeah okay so take away our top three here all right top three let me see the order here okay so number did you just do number three no i just okay. did, i just said number four so we're on uh number three which is fourth on the list all right we got sapphire ruby popsicle i so this yeah the, i'll go you can go ahead i probably put it at the bottom now i think I don't know. It, it's really good against a lot of stuff. It's terrible against Steel Song and 
uh, Ruby Amethyst because they have passive lore generators. Mm -hmm. And and even though you can keep a clear board with, uh, well, no, it's not good again. It's it's it it, it hard counter Steel Song, but I think everything else is a a pretty good matchup against it. Especially Ruby Amethyst. So if you're playing a control deck, I don't think you're playing Popsicle. I think you're playing Ruby Amethyst. So I, I would probably put it further down, but I, you know, it it took the the game by storm at the beginning of the split. No, so I don't sure. I don't have a problem with it being third. So, um, all right. With a, I would say maybe a shocking second place, maybe not a shocking second place. R- Ruby Amber Mufasa Recursion. Yeah, you know I like that because that's what I played for about a month here. Had a lot of fun with it. It's an incredibly fun deck. I think what's What's cool about it being, especially being in second place, is that it's one of the more unique decks out there. Yeah, um, it's it's probably, I would say that and and popsicle and a form that was added to a meta deck um, that we'll talk about in a second. Um, it was a new, different playstyle completely. Um, Very incredibly character focused, where all of these other ones have a ton of. Song slash item slash action, you know, integration where that's just a character deck. Like you know, the 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 version that I was running had two be prepareds and the other fifty eight cards were all characters. So I think that's what's really fun and unique about it. Um, yeah. so I, I like it getting the second yeah. place here. Um, and I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna like build up the hype here. First place, no joke, or no, not no joke, but no, you know. The the expectation, I guess, yep, here yep. is that Ruby Amethyst Bounce Control wins with sixty eight percent of the vote. Of course it did. Like, and this is this is coming from someone that it, that has played it the entire entire chapter two besides the first five days. It is obviously the top deck. Every other of these decks on the list, including Sapphire Steel, I think to a degree, have been born. To counter said deck, like they weren't born out of oh this is a really good deck too. <laughs> All of them, aside from Steel Song, I guess, because it was still really strong in Chapter One. Everything else is pretty much born out of what can we do to try to counter Ruby Amethyst. So I mean, and the sleeper decks too. A lot of those sleepers, like the aggros especially, you know, deal really well with the bounce early on in your Ruby Amethyst control games, and so. Coming yeah. from a villain sympathizer here, this this feels like the villain deck. This feels like oh, for sure. a big bad final boss of a video game. This is. is this is the the paradigm. You like, have to be ready to beat Ruby Amethyst if you're going to win any tournaments or anything like that. Absolutely. So. Um, I mean, and it, it feels nice to play too. I'll just put that out there. Oh, I don't like playing it. I'm not. I, I'm decent at it. I've gotten better over the split. I've gotten a lot better. But I, I still like. I'm just not fantastic at it. But, um, anyways, yeah, that that covers the the awards. That that covers it. I, I again, I I don't think there's any real shocks. I think everything kind of fell in line with where I would have expected. I know the best item one is probably the most controversial with popsicle over flute. Um, maybe I guess you could throw in the Benja not getting the, what was that, the best common? Herbs. Uh, yeah, with yes. Popsicle getting it best common over Benja. But everything else, I, f- I feel like it, you know, we've, we've got a good group of listeners here and, you know, they obviously know what they're doing because every, all the votes were, I think, spot on. No, I think for the most part they were. Um, so again, thank you for putting in all these votes. There's... A crazy amount of votes that I was not expecting. Um, so thank you. To I was hoping to have the, the might here. I'll I'll, I'll leave it as or I'll I'll end the episode on this. My initial plan for this episode 
was for like you to have a vote and me to have a vote and the tiebreaker be the people mm-hmm. because my expectations were that we'd have like four people vote. Yeah, me too. Um, we ended up, like I said, I think like over triple digits and yeah, I, I mean, they, the feedback on that is obviously fantastic and so yeah. we pivoted and made the the answers based on what everybody said because there were plenty of votes to have a good you know population size for everything so with that said we're kind of wrapping up you know chapter two here with the awards you know we're going to do kind of a chapter two retrospective looking into chapter three on thursday um right before we um launch into inklands on friday but um yeah this is a good way to send out the send out the set so any any final comments there no i thank you chapter two you've been good to us been good to me you gave my favorite two inks the the spotlight here uh, i appreciate it thank you chapter two we'll we'll see you guys next time all right everyone thanks again we'll see you soon bye bye